welcome to Group Dates and Hot Takes. I'm Sampy. I'm Christy. Let's talk about Married at First Sight. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to my favorite part of the week. It is Married at First Sight Day. Christy, we are here at day nine of this grand experiment. Day nine, and things are going from bad to worse very quickly. I mean, not for everybody, just for some people. Some couples are having a slightly difficult time, but overall... We're about 50-50, maybe. (laughs) On the surface, at least. There there are some deep, probably unresolved issues here that are going to cause some major no's on decision day if they aren't rectified. But uh, where do you want to start? How does Nicole and Chris sound? Sounds great. Okay. Well, let's talk about them. Tell me everything. Well, the first thing I noted was Chris's dogs humping. Mm-hmm. Because as, as people will remember from the honeymoon, this is a very uh, high-stakes situation here because the dogs are his emotional stability. Also his uh, kids... As kids and, and all of that, and Nicole also has a dog that she loves dearly, and so I guess this is now uh, a visit to his apartment. Yes, so that they can kind of. We haven't introduced her dog yet. No, we have not, and it, we need to introduce Chris's dogs to Nicole because it's very important that. His dogs love her. Yeah, I had a thought as I was watching this. Like, can you imagine your whole marriage hinging on animals? Well, that's that's what happened for Alexis and Justin. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> humans I, almost being held hostage by if the two dogs like each other. That's wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that... That previous couple had additional issues, of course. Well, but yes. <laughs> yeah, one of his dogs was just going crazy. I mean, it was humping the pillow on the bed. It was air humping on the couch. I know, there was nothing there, and it was just going for it. It's, <laughs> it was it's very an, funny. It's an instinct, okay? It's an instinct. <laughs> what, what was your impression of how Nicole handled all of this and, like, seeing his place? Because sometimes... There can be a bit of a visceral reaction to seeing the spouse's place and how they how they live, all of that stuff. So it seemed like most of the focus was on the dogs. I don't think there was anything too crazy about his apartment. Yeah, I mean, my impression was that she she didn't seem disgusted by it, at least. No. So that's a that's a win. And she's already thinking about after the eight weeks, so. That's encouraging. Well, of, of, of course. You got to be thinking long term. Otherwise, what what's the point? What's the point of this whole thing if you aren't thinking long term? Exactly. But so now that Nicole has met his dogs, 
now now charlie needs to meet what is it Co coda coda and then another k i don't remember i, I forget what his dog's names were but yes it is important and i noticed everybody kept the dog on the leash initially unlike last season <laughs> Look, how could Justin have known there would be <laughs> such such a terror and terrible terrible situation, okay? He had he he couldn't have foreseen that, all right? Even with the previous incidents, there was no Okay, those were totally justified, all right? <laughs> but as far as these dogs, I mean there's the normal dog excitement, of course the barking and jumping around and sniffing and, and all of that. But once they got, gave them a moment and released them, they, they seemed perfectly, perfectly chill with each other. Yeah, they even got to just play with no leashes in the park. Mm -hmm. No I mean, issues. Or didn't seem like they were really playing. They just kind of went and lay down. Well, they were... Lazy. They were indifferent to each other, which Lazy is play. about as much as you can hope for. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're, everything seems cool for now. So now Charlie is now with her dad, I guess, after this, and she'll visit each day? Uh, yes, that was the impression I got. And then maybe... Are they still going to swap out one of his at some point, or is she just kind of resigned herself? <laughs> I don't know. That's what they said last week, but this week it seemed like Charlie's with her dad. So yeah, I couldn't. I could not quite quite tell there, uh, but I'm sure they'll figure it out. They'll do great and wonderful. Um, man, just blown through, blown through this amazing couple. So I feel like the biggest thing for these two this episode was post married at first sight so i wanted to get your impression of that because i'm sure there were a, a, a wide array of views of this potentially on the internet and i know i have my own views yeah me too i did not like the direction this took a turn i guess because apparently their leases are up at the same time around the end of the experiment which is like perfect timing i would have thought but chris is like because he has to give a 60-day notice he doesn't want to i guess hedge his bets and assume that they will be together yeah so he wants to extend for nine more months which is a long time to live separately if each of them have a nine month extension past the eight weeks right because basically his his lease and ends a week after the the experiment decision day hers is two weeks and he has to give a full 60-day notice she i guess has a little bit of flexibility so she has a little bit more time um than he does as well but yeah the what Talk to me about the nine months. That's a... That's so long. I didn't like that. Because then they're going to have to like shuffling back and forth between each other's apartment. And you're paying for two apartments. 
if you actually are like, we want to be together, that's that's expensive. And mm -hmm. Nicole is like, won't that just put us in a pattern of not needing to live together or basically dating again? Which I thought was correct. So I was on Nicole's side in this. Well, I, I also was a little bit confused by this because that that nine months figure was very specific and and as you mentioned just also very long like that's almost a whole nother year mm -hmm. yeah and and so i guess from my perspective i was like what why why would you do that versus uh, versus something else because nine months nine months seems to me like more more than hedging your bets like it's it's more extreme because there are a, there are a bunch of different things you could do like why don't you just tell them oh i'm going month to month that would make sense or or even say renew it for three like it just nine months is so long it's also like an odd amount of time for apartment leases like i didn't know they had nine yeah, months i don't know ones. i don't know if they that's not a typical thing you're typically at month to month six months or a year mm -hmm. in in my experience at least so i don't know if that just and his whole argument well i don't want to be homeless but i mean he also brought up the problem of maybe they said yes on decision day but then they break up a couple months later but well then you deal with it yeah exactly you can't make decisions now based on us breaking up two weeks two months after or whatever so yeah i i did not get that because also so what they're they're just going to stay living separate like what are what are, what are you thinking I, I, I don't get that. This is another example that we see, it seems like, constantly where these couples will go so far and above out of their way to sabotage themselves. Yep. <laughs> it's sad to see because they were doing so well. Yeah, and I think that, I think that put Nicole off a fair a fair deal because that's not what she thought in the slightest no it, yeah yeah i feel bad she ended up as we see later on kind of acquiescing to his plan with the nine month i was just yeah. like man this isn't good mm -hmm. yeah so uh well uh i guess we we, we can talk about pastor cal's visit then because you're you're already referencing it uh we did get some good footage here uh given their conversation about nicole being a bit of a a firebrand a bit of a just intense person and how how is chris going to handle that and be handling that and apparently she doesn't really direct that towards him but we got treated to some <laughs> just very beautiful glorious footage from <laughs> from one of the uh, gopros or cameras that they had set up 
in their house where she really did not appreciate the picture that was sent with their like goodie basket uh the picture from their their wedding she did not like the picture and she was very upset about it shouting at Mm -hmm. the camera like this is the picture you chose like this makes me so angry this is such a garbage you want us to stay married all this stuff it was so funny i can't really say i blame her either i don't think their wedding photographer did the best job Ooh, hot take (laughs) but yeah i enjoyed that very much that was very very funny um and then yeah just uh, talking about and kind of pretending to be on the same page there as far as the nine months is concerned Mm. yeah she should she should be pushing back on that yeah that's like the second major thing she's like had to like completely not even like compromise but just like totally go with what he wants yeah i i I don't think this necessarily bodes well for them Hmm, man anything else well there was that other thing where nicole said she asked about decision day every single day Mm -hmm. which is is a lot and pastor cal rightly pointed out that that works when everything is going well you can easily say yes but what happens when there's an argument and then like you can't answer it quite the same way and that's gonna affect you guys send you into a tailspin and nicole in an itm was just like well i'm just gonna continue to ask yeah it. i was like oh why though it just seems like it's asking for trouble well these couples love asking for trouble we know this Oh, man. <laughs> they love just opening up their front door and inviting trouble right on in. So, oh. And man. we learned they have had sex, which I think they're probably the only couple yes, that has. I believe that that is true. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a lot of joking around about, uh, you know, we haven't really, we like, we just started. So, like, can't really tell you, like, you know who's initiating more all this stuff but like get on out of here maybe we'll <laughs> get some more data <laughs> Whew. so who else do we need to talk about all of them of course but where do you want to go next let's go with kirsten and shaquille oh boy they aren't even the worst out of, out of everyone. They're not the worst, but they are the most depressing. Eh, Do you agree with I that? I can't really not? disagree. <laughs> they're they're just there's something very bland about the way they're portraying them. And I'm sure the two of them are not bland people. But the edit they're getting is just kind of like when you finish the episode, you're like, "Well, what did we really see from them again?" Well, overall, we haven't seen a a ton of footage from them anyways, but I I think that's, yeah, I I don't know what to tell you. I think maybe part of it is the lack of chemistry. Yeah, that could be part of it. But so it's, and it sort of works against them in terms of us remembering what happened because it's like it's neutral chemistry 
it's not like you have these couples that oh they're they're great together and it's wonderful or the couples where it's like wow gina is going to shank that man (laughs) if they move in together it's just right on down the middle that's a good point right on down like it's not it's not good and it's not bad it's just eh. there's no passion either way it's it's a it's a thing uh we visit her. We visit her apartment, which is maybe the emptiest apartment we've seen from someone that like actually lives there. It's very clean and tidy. There's no photos or extra anything around. No, nothing. There, there will. There was uh, like a rug in the kitchen, uh, and that's pretty much it. Didn't even have a nightstand. Her her laptop was just on the floor. Yeah. No. No, nothing. Now, we did learn in After Party that I guess the timing of when she moved in and COVID and all the production delays is why she doesn't have stuff because she just canceled the orders because it was going to take like eight months to come in. Yes, allegedly she ordered more furniture that did not come. It is just, it's just, it's it's a personality. Nothing wrong with thing. it. No, like I, like I would never willingly or intentionally go out and like get a bunch of artwork and hang it on the wall or print out giant photos of my family and stick them up there it's just it's not how i am i don't want there to be any trace of shaquille was very surprised though well yeah but compare that to his apartment i know which had much more stuff in it like plants and all (laughs) sorts of sewing machine yeah he had a a sewing station uh so he was very surprised yeah, Kirsten's closet was the only thing that didn't quite match the rest of the house because that had a lot of stuff in it. Yeah, one has got to have clothes to wear. Yep, lots of and, shoes. You know, shoes all over. He was not very happy about the organization in there. <laughs> Which, uh, I mean, look, I I'm never going to sit here and judge somebody for a uh, for an unorganized closet. <laughs> Because my closet is also a nightmare in some respects. It also just seemed like it wasn't big enough for all the stuff she had in there, which is probably why it was well, a little messy. That's probably true as well. So it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see these two try to integrate their lives because he seems much more like, and we get this kind of in this sense of humor they have as well, but. He seems much more like, oh, like I'm living my life. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna fill it with, with humor and funny observations and pictures of my family and my house and plants and like all this different stuff. Whereas she's more like, there is a time and a place for everything. Okay. And now is not the time or the place to have pictures on the wall. That's more of how, how she strikes me. So, Will they survive? Hard to say. I mean, you even get get a little bit of that when Shaq's all excited to talk to Pastor Cal and Kristen is nervous about it. <laughs> <laughs> so. Hmm. Yeah, she does say things feel natural with them and he doesn't seem like a stranger. Naturally, friends. 
<laughs> Naturally have... platonic. Yes, at the moment. Mm-hmm. And they talk about the whole humor thing again. Mm-hmm. And Pastor Kyle was actually kind of just like, just let him joke. Just brush it off. It'll be fine. Wait, I... Look, it could it could be difficult to get used to, I'm sure. But at the same time, is it really that important? Is it really more difficult for you to just roll your eyes and move on or just ignore him when he makes some corny joke than making a big production of all of this? Yeah, she's definitely made it a bigger deal than it probably is. Yeah, absolutely. It's just yet another example of the gymnastics these people go through to avoid feeling good about their relationships. (laughs) Which is very strange to me. Yeah, I don't don't know what to make of them at the moment. Things just seem kind of stagnant. Yeah, and so I mean, Shaq was saying that they like don't don't they hold hands sometimes? Yeah, I think he did say that. Um, I'm just trying to remember because I know Eris said that they held hands as well, so I wasn't sure. Like, so it's just this strange, weird place, and I feel like at this point. Kirsten is the one holding them back. Like, I think her sort of uptightness is keeping things from progressing. Yeah, she has, like, a shell around her. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to break through. I mean, he tries with his jokes, but it's not working. No, you gotta... You gotta get through that shell with... just figuring out how to just get 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 through uh in 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 some other way like acts of service or something mm-hmm. because words of jokes are not her <laughs> love language not whatsoever. landing no uh uh-uh. <laughs> I guess we can move on to let's do Dominique and McKinley. Oh boy. This was a rough one for them this episode. Uh yeah, I mean, well, it was rough for them last episode too. Yeah, I guess this one was even worse. It was definitely an escalation, a continuation of of all of the horrors from last episode. Yeah, we, we started her apartment because it's time for Mac to see where she lives. And he doesn't seem super interested in looking around. I'm guessing he feels guilty that about his living situation. I don't think he feels guilty about it. I think that he feels, uh, what's the right word? He just, he, I think he is just pissy about the fact that she was judging his living situation so hard. Uh, 
because like she has an actual apartment by herself it seemed like i don't even remember what she does but she's apparently uh trading and bartering enough catfish to afford a, a decent <clears throat> nashville area apartment so yeah i the oh man i just these, these, it was incredibly awkward mm-hmm. she even jokes about not packing anything at all which is a terrible sign yeah it, it's awful so let me ask you this what what do you think is the root of their problem because it kind of seems like from my perspective that you have Dominique being pretty judgmental towards him just in general like of his not willing to be adventurous and his sort of life situation of moving around and his living situation and and all of that stuff and then Mac is just feeding into everything by then taking everything very personally and just holding on to everything and instead of like responding to her critiques with with confidence and 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 whatnot is instead just like getting more and more upset about it that's kind of the balance that i see yeah he's not receiving her criticism well i mean if we're to believe what she said on after party there's a lot of stuff we're not seeing from him with the complaining and grumbling Mm -hmm. so it's hard to say without seeing all of the footage because like if you just watch the show you'd be that's all we can do okay on dom's side or maybe sorry max side more like but then watching after a party it's like wait there's another side we're not seeing yeah i don't know if i'm like i'm not i wouldn't still be on his side i think that he creates a lot of problems for himself through his attitude uh but i mean what like do you think that her criticisms have have been justified or at least like how how have you perceived how she's communicated like the at least like the tone and way maybe she's communicated in addition to just the the critiques and criticism she had I feel like the tone is all right. It's just, well, maybe a lot of it. Like if she was critiquing him through the entire honeymoon, he's probably just like had enough. Yeah, which he he has said at some point that he's just like he's felt terrible from the whole the whole honeymoon. It was just the honeymoon was garbage. So, man, they just do not like each other. No, they 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 really do not. And uh, I mean, we if as if the house apartment visit wasn't awkward enough, we also got more footage from them as they drove back together, which was a whole nother thing. Yeah, but, apparently like, they've been having discussions about how neither of them got what they wanted. 
from mm-hmm. the experts. And there's always there's always something to complain about too. I mean, one thing that he was holding on to a lot was the fact that she doesn't like dogs very much, which <laughs> oh, here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Back back to a, to the dog thing again. We just again. need a season where nobody has a dog. <laughs> yeah, but that I mean that's not even <sighs> I mean, that wouldn't fix the problem, but... No, but it, it was just another thing for him to kind of get upset about. You got a flashback to conversation where she's like, yeah, I don't like mm, I don't like him getting hair all over the place and don't want him sleeping in the bed and stuff. And he lets his sleep uh, all over the bed. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Which he is also super insulted because he doesn't actually have the the dogs with him in nashville yet they're currently back with his parents in michigan presumably and that's another pain point there because he's like oh well you're 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 saying they're my dogs aren't even important to me and all this so they just keep going back and forth and they're they're both like mac is just hurt and and upset and mad that she has these criticisms and she's upset and mad that he's been living his life in this way and that he is now behaving this way in the present and it just keeps on spiraling. Was he saying he was going to be bringing his dogs to the apartment? So the impression I got was not during the not during the like married at first sight experience okay because i was wondering well if you've been up there for five months why bring them down for this short right that time those those comments were more on like a long term Mm -hmm. and and also sort of philosophical uh perspective and basis there Uh, we did get a little bit of insight into what mac does because it's always just been entrepreneur on the Chiron which I guess it's because it's because of what he does do you remember he said he does pretty well in cannabis but that didn't tell me like is he running a shop or what I was not clear as to what that meant so uh, what I would assume, since his, it's always said entrepreneur, that it is, it is uh, just something to do with. I would imagine probably more on the like CBD side of things because I I don't, and it it may not even matter. Perhaps what Tennessee's laws are, what ten- Tennessee's laws are. Uh, because presumably he was doing that cannabis entrepreneurship in California. Makes a lot of sense now why he went to California. Uh, and so as for what it is specifically, whether it's like, oh, CBD products to help you sleep better, because I, I think it's maybe still illegal in Tennessee. I don't know oh, that what would the make status sense. is. Maybe me- medical is legal now there and so he's getting into the actual like thc side of things but 
there's at least a little bit more information than we had before because i mean entrepreneur could mean anything literally anything um and he seems like he's at least according to his claims doing all right so it's not like he's just super poor and homeless like he had to live with his friend's parents i think that's probably why she's even more mystified like if you've got a good job why are you still in this in your friend's house yeah i just think that that is a bit unrealistic from her like for her to expect that he would just live his life by her standards essentially yeah just like in general because i look would i particularly want to do that not not really like i don't like people and i don't <laughs> want to be around them at all but i can see where it would make sense for him as somebody who's an introvert and he is like in a new place and enjoying spending time with his friend's family and all of this that it wouldn't be of utmost importance to just get out as soon as possible but that's just my opinion now you know the question ends up being then is was that also financially motivated or financial necessity and it seems like probably not but she's like putting herself onto him of like well if i was your age that's not where i would be or i i'm expecting an older more established man and by established i mean you're supposed to have an actual house by now so that i have enough space in the basement for all my (laughs) it always comes back to the catfish yep uh (laughs) uh-huh you know it it always does uh so they visit the shared apartment again but things have deteriorated enough that she is not feeling it right now and they have another argument about Mac making compromises and she's not compromising and she expected him to do more. It's mentally exhausting being the supporter, putting on a smiling face. And so after all of that, she is going home to take a bath and the producer asked, are we moving everything back to the car? And she says, yes. Yeah, essentially all the negativity and pettiness were a deal breaker for her and she couldn't handle it so that whole visit was a waste basically mm-hmm. to end up back where we started well i mean kind of even even worse than that because when we're moving towards pastor cal's visit with them we find out that they had not talked since that day which was what day nine yeah it's so like it was three days later two or three days later before they even talked again that's that's not good <laughs> no it's it's very bad in case anyone was wondering very bad very very bad for them uh man so i'm sure pastor cal turned everything around right well we kind of ended on a cliffhanger, so we are not sure. But 
It does not look promising. He says they are poised for battle. Well, Dom specifically, as she's like sitting, she's like sitting up straight, like very. Yeah, throughout this talk, she had like the most over it expression on her face. Just I'm I'm here so I don't get fined, kind of thing. Uh huh. Yeah. So she she keeps talking about how she wanted someone more adventurous. This must be really important to her because it seems to be a sticking point that comes up every time they argue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which Pastor Cal uh, noted because one of, the, one of the big things in this conversation was that they were like, uh, so we both feel like we didn't get what we asked for. And... Pastor Cal was like, well, you asked for this and this, but you didn't specify how much of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not an exact science, I guess. No, it's it's not. And yeah, they just, uh, they're just in this place where they feel like the process failed them, I feel like. Yeah, because he wanted someone less adventurous. It's like, even they, they though, can't win. Yeah, even though he did, he did request somebody who was more adventurous than him, than him. But he like he only wanted like fifteen percent more adventurous, <laughs> and not four thousand times more adventurous. You know, I think he mentioned uh, something about like because he always brings up the horse, right? He always. Oh. <laughs> He always brings up the horse and like a, a source bunch, of trauma, a bunch of things in that context, you know, and and was like, uh, you know, like once a month, <laughs> not all these activities in one week, which it just is so silly to me because you're not going to be doing that stuff constantly. No, this was just the honeymoon pre-planned activities by the producers. I know. That's it. I think just that his worry is that if they were to ever go anywhere together, he would have to then do a bunch of stuff in a short period of time. And that, Perhaps. that freaks him out a bit. So I just, uh, and then the uh, Dom expected more from Mac given his age. And Cal said, well, the man ain't broke. I know. So. Yeah, the man ain't broke. And and also uh, he was talking about uh, Pastor Cal that is was talking about how and I it's kind of annoying to me because a lot of the time I do actually agree with the gist of what Pastor Cal says. It just seems like either they don't get enough exposure or like the couples just aren't interested in hearing the stuff or like for whatever reason nothing good ever comes of this stuff it feels like but he was talking about how like oh well so you know you can't you can't go and change like how he was like you you have this huge problem with how he's been living yeah like that those were his decisions and now you're married you know you can make different decisions because now you're a, a couple and that's how things work, but it's kind of silly to be judging him so hard for 
those previous decisions. Well, Dom even says that having four roommates would be better than his current situation. And I he, don't understand that. He disagrees and says, well, I have a bed and a bathroom. Two bed. He had, so it was two bedrooms. Oh, I didn't see the other one, I guess. But I think he said two. Yeah. But I don't, that's not good enough. I no, guess. I don't. I don't understand that comment. No, I would not want the four roommates. No, <laughs> not at all. Uh, no, much better to have some of your own space. Well, uh, at this point, Dom says she is over it. Mm-hmm. Pastor Kallas, what does that mean? And that's where we end. Yep. With them, does it mean over the conversation, over the marriage? We will find out next next week, I guess. Yep. Man. As we can move on to Eris and Jasmine. Okay. Hmm. So we visit her parents' house where her puppies are living. Mm-hmm. She has nine of them there plus the mother. Yep, which she's a bit nervous about given his slack-jawed <laughs> reaction back back at the wedding. Well, apparently Ayers got scratched by a dog at his grandma's house when he was little, so that's part of his I'm sorry, apprehension. That's... <laughs> hey, that stuff sticks with you, especially if you're a kid. Yes, but like, the way he... A scratch? Well, I mean, we don't know how deep it was, I guess. Yeah. You know how many times and how deeply I've gotten scratched by dogs, cats, rabbits, whatever. Like, I don't understand. That seemed like a oh. bit of a flimsy excuse. <laughs> like, don't like dogs if you want. Totally fine. But that just seemed like a, oh, I have to kind of justify this, that I'm not super enthusiastic about them. Ah, I was scratched as a kid. <laughs> Like, not even bitten, not mauled. There's not a scar. It's just scratched. I guess when I heard that, I took it to mean like a pretty deep <laughs> scratch. <laughs> Christy's mind went to terrible dark yes. places because she's like, yes, it makes total sense that he would not, he would not like dogs. Uh-huh. <laughs> but he ended up liking the puppies once he held them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they're pretty pretty chill she's breeding uh golden doodles i guess and so they're they're pretty as far as dogs go fairly fairly friendly and chill and stuff and they were little puppies so it was like falling asleep anyway so you had him hold the runt of the litter there uh they also got to go through all her pageant stuff yeah, all her, her crowns her, her crowns and tiaras and sashes and stuff uh which is uh this is just a whole nother world isn't it yep one i know very little about mm -hmm. but i mean she she has flown quite high she was what america's miss i was Something not like familiar that? with this branch of it because it wasn't miss america or miss usa it was like a different like chain correct i it's guess still i mean there are different but it seems like she made it to the top of there are it different pageant circuits yeah uh, but she made it to the top baby i mean i don't know how prestigious that is i i don't know i hadn't <laughs> heard of that one but but uh can i just take a moment to point out 
how much of an idiot Eris is. Because, I mean, he, he even talking about, oh, oh wow, you, you look like a, you look like a, a queen, like a, what, what do you say, like a, a black Game of Thrones character. Yes, that's right. Black Game of Thrones character. Um, all this stuff. It's like open your eyes and look at what is in front of you. Like he's just, and again, we always talk about this, but he has gotten so wrapped up in the inadequacy of her booty that he's just like missing all of this other stuff which it is, makes is, no sense it's so ridiculous <laughs> and even in their conversation with pastor cal like yeah he even said that much like he's talking about how like how wonderful she is and if they had kids he he would actually like he would rest easy uh if he you know if he died knowing that like his kids were in great hands and all of this stuff. It's like, but the butt. What is wrong with you? Like, it's just not big enough. Butts are not forever. Okay. <laughs> all right. It's on. It's what's on the inside that counts. I think he's so, just he's just in his head too much. Yeah. Well, and and he's almost said as much, but. I feel like he's a lot of this time he's been in that sort of hookup mindset that is pretty ingrained in him, I would imagine, given his situationship history, that it's maybe been tough to transition into a different outlook. Yeah, the one that doesn't prioritize looks above everything else and every specific part of the body has to be a certain way right because because he has this problem with 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 her butt but like i feel like as much as someone can like she has actual like receipts that she's like a beautiful person <laughs> Yeah, literally, she has won competitions. <laughs> like, 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 I haven't won any competitions for being beautiful. You know, like, so it's not like her her exterior is, you know, some run-down mobile home park. Like, she's a good-looking person. And she also has these all these internal qualities that are great as well. And he just can't find it in, in himself to can't get over that to, hump. to be fully attracted to her. I also noticed during this that her braids are gone. Took them right out. After like basically just over a week. Those took so long to put in. I hope production paid for all that. I sure hope so. Because I would not have removed them after a week. <laughs> those things are going to last long. <laughs> They're going to... They are going to be in as long as possible. Uh huh. Yeah, no, they're whew, right, right out again. Um, yeah, so I mean, they even have this thing where uh, Pastor Cal asks Jasmine what she likes about him, and she gets to share some of those things, and he asks Eris the same, and Eris has some things as well. It's like. Wh- 
why, what's the issue? Why are you making this so hard on yourself? And <laughs> probably the the funniest recurring thing in Married at First Sight to me is how just utterly confused Pastor Cal gets at these couples' behavior. Like when he takes his glasses off and just head just down. Like, all this is where he's just like, <laughs> I honestly cannot believe how stupid you're being I right know. now. Like, do you hear yourselves? Like, what is happening Sometimes here? you <laughs> just need to hear it out loud to realize sometimes. Yeah, well, we'll we'll see if that made any any difference in the long run. But, yeah, I mean, Harris is just making it this this whole big thing that, like, he's, like, actively keeping himself from being attracted to her. That's quite a feat for someone who was in the streets as much as he was. <laughs> I know you, Matt. Like, gotta imagine he's getting pretty horny by now. <laughs> Doesn't seem like it, though. I mean, it's like he's I, shutting down that part of himself or something. I I don't know, but hopefully they figure things out because I don't know. He Pastor Cal thinks they have potential. I think they have potential if they can kind of work through this stuff. Yeah, but will they? I don't know. Hard to we say. then move on to Clint and Gina. Our final couple. We finally get to see what the inside of one of those fancy apartments looks like. Mm-hmm. Which it does look very nice. Yeah, they're only slightly expensive. I don't think we ever saw the inside of Clint's, but I assume it is similar. But Yeah. Gina, right off the bat, is not keen on moving in right away. She said there's nothing romantic going on. Something is missing. Yeah, again, this whole I'm not seeing the progression I'm hoping for. It's like, how are you going to see that? You got to commit to the process. You got to get all up in it and and be in the process. Things moving in together would pull them apart, which did not make sense at all to me. No, not not at all. It's like all this walking a lot in uncertainty i think is what she what she said uh about all that but yeah you gotta give it a chance you gotta give it a chance and not moving in together moving in together but sleeping in separate beds like you're just creating additional obstacles it's like if you sign up for married at first sight let's let's actually go through it as it was intended and see if it can work not throwing all the like you don't need to do married at first sight on hard mode like the, nobody nobody wants that for you we've seen a lot of couples try to do this like oh i won't move in or i'll just use the other bedroom and it never works yeah because it's stupid and also i feel like this is just gina not being over what happened on the honeymoon like last episode it seemed like oh clint apologized and she's gonna try and move forward but that doesn't seem to have happened yeah i mean i i watched this segment and my reaction was uh i don't feel like gina's actually on board with this marriage anymore like i think she i think she has checked out yep clint wants to move in but Mm mm-hmm she doesn't want to feel forced no i just and uh, like uh, i understand that but still 
this is this is what you signed up for. You gotta gotta give it a chance. I mean, even even in their situation where they are actually in the same building, it's just another obstacle. I know that's wild. They don't they don't they don't even have to move after the experiment. You just walk down the hall. <laughs> well, it's you know, it's probably or up a couple a, a floors. Couple floors, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Pastor Cal visits. <sighs> so Gina says she picks out the attractive features before picking out the unattractive ones. <laughs> it's such an odd thing to say. Uh, basically, as as a, an explanation for why she reacted to him positively before going crazy with all the redhead stuff. Yes. And uh, that, that did not work out well, though. No, and Clint has to had to you know, get his whole thing out there, which again, Pastor Gal, I am befuddled. <laughs> He's like, she also called me Ginger. Like they are still stuck in the same appearance argument. Mm-hmm. And I just here's where I'm going to subtract some points from Gina. Uh, because I feel like ever since all that went down, she has been heavy in justification mode. And particularly here where she she throws out basically that weight is an ac- is it, weight is an accusation, not a fact. In response to him talking about yet again like well, i wasn't calling you fat like i was just saying like slender like blah 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 uh which what did you th- what did you think about that i think it depends on the way it was said so like i feel like the way clint said it he was just stating a fact about what he normally dates but by saying that you're kind of implying that's not who i matched with so then she takes that as an accusation when it wasn't meant as one. <sighs> so it's just this like whole mess. Yeah, so they <sighs> oh, man. Gina, Clint. What's happening here, guys? Come on. So then they get into the whole like moving in discussion and um, Kyle says, basically, like, you guys are dumb. Like, this is not right. You're, you only don't move in if things are, like, majorly hostile between the two of you, which it seems like it isn't. And so he asked them, are we going to move forward? Because not moving in is a step toward demise, which 100% <laughs> true. <laughs> yep. Yeah. No, no critique there. No, Clint wants to spend time growing and stay committed gina doesn't want to give up but is still unsure about moving in yeah i i feel like again there's a lot of sort of hand waving and justification here on her part trying not to move in like the oh like moving in and like being in separate beds would be way worse like nothing worse than than sleeping in separate beds 
in the same apartment when it's like I, I I don't think that that actually is true first of all and second of all it just sounds an awful lot like you're trying to avoid being here yes that's that's the main thing she is she's done because look I I know it, like this is a very strange experiment to go through and so like I like I wouldn't blame people at all for example if they're like you know for the first few days we are gonna sleep in separate beds just because it's like it's a little weird i have no idea who you are (laughs) and then kind of move from there but to to just not like like you've already been sharing a bed exactly (laughs) for like over a week now so Mm -hmm. why so then going to separate beds or worse not moving in is like signaling the end Mm -hmm. yeah i don't have a whole lot of hope for them if i'm completely honest i don't know if if anyone in america has a whole lot of hope for them nope i think the writing is on the wall Mm, you really uh you really think so well Christy. I'll see any way they make it. Christy. I don't know what your answer is here. Clinton Gina, decision day, yes or no? <laughs> it's been no the whole time, I think. <laughs> wow. Uh yeah, I'm gonna have to go with no myself. Uh Christy, Dom and Mac. Are they gonna make it? Decision day, yes no. or no? No? Okay. Shocker, right? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, What about Kirsten and Shaq? It's not looking good at the moment. So, no? (laughs) (laughs) Sure, why not? We'll go with no. I have no reason to say yes. All right, I'm going to be contrarian here and say yes, uh, only because there's maybe a slight sliver of hope that they both just say they both stay so unextraordinary that they just make it through and go hey actually i don't really like you seem okay sure why not (laughs) you seem okay (laughs) like uh, okay uh so there you go i'll say i'll say yes there what about jasmine and eris we'll go with yes at the moment uh any particular reason well they don't hate each other so (laughs) that okay that's the bar for you right now hey i'm looking at these other two couples where we said no and at least they're better than that okay i'm i'm also going to say yes because i think that over time some of this stuff like how he should be thinking about things and viewing things has started to filter through a little bit into Eris's brain. So I'm hoping that continues to happen and he can get over the butt and realize the amazing person he has. And I think, I think I see like, I see little glimmers of hope. So based on the little glimmers of hope, I will say yes. And our final couple christy nicole and chris they're still a yes for me they have the best shot to me out of everyone yeah i'm gonna say yes as well but it was 
it wasn't the just turn to oblivion that everybody else pretty much had, but it was still, there's some concern there. There is, but, but yeah, they, they still have um, the best I'll chance. Say yes. So uh, I said yes for three of them. You're more optimistic than I am at the moment. Just today. <laughs> I'm sure I will change my mind in the future. There's there's no shortage of, of promos of just crying and yelling and accusation and stomping away and, you know, all those mm-hmm. juicy things that we always get uh, in, in our promos. Is there anything else you wanted to mention from the after party that I've forgotten? Um... There was just a small note about Clint, and this guy must have plenty of money because he has multiple boats stored at a yacht club. Yeah, no, he's he's like really freaking loaded, because he's he's like this pretty high up like sales guy, I think. Yeah, must be. And with Dominique. Um, some of this we kind of already mentioned, but just Max, like, stuff that goes on before the cameras start rolling, like, before Pastor Cal came in, he went on a 10-minute rant about what he asked for in a spouse and didn't get, and, like, talking all, like, brave about, oh, Pastor Cal thinks he's gonna come in and we're gonna just change our behavior, and then when Pastor Cal does come in, he just pipes down and... (laughs) Doesn't do any of that. So it's a little two-faced sounding, which isn't great. Yeah, or at least that he he talks a big game, but isn't really able to follow through on that. Yeah, and if that's if what she's saying is all true, that he's like not the same when the cameras are around, that's got to be difficult to live with. Really? <laughs> and also <laughs> just like really inauthentic. Mm-hmm. Yes. We here at Group Days and Hot Takes absolutely require and crave authenticity from our cast members. Yep. And so be gone from us if you're going to be a faker. Hmm? Yeah. No room for that. Uh, No. Not here or anywhere. It's just super annoying. Because we don't like getting misled. All right? I like to actually get what I'm seeing. I don't need there to be all this character subterfuge under the surface. So if that is all, Christy, I guess we will talk to you all next week. <laughs>